Hi, this is Barbara, and welcome to Barbs in the World, the curious case of adulthood. Uh, today, I have a very special guest with me. Um, so, in the short words of introduction, I want you to relate of the kind of relationship we have with this person. You know, we all have this cousin or family or friends in our lives that you can lose contact for months or years in a time. And then in a moment, when you get back together with this person, it's like nothing ever changed. This is the type of uh, girl that I am talking with uh, today, uh, right now. And I am really, really excited for this interview. And I think you will find it very interesting because it's a girl that traveled a lot around the world. She moved to so many different places, including traveling solo. She's one of the most uh, courageous girl that is not afraid to face change in her life, spot on, that I know. So I hope we can, uh, we can learn something from her today. Um, I want you uh, to welcome my uh, friend, uh, Telimena. Thank you. Thank you very much for a very warm and nice welcoming. I, I don't know if you can hear, but I'm smiling a lot because it was such a nice introduction <laughs> to my person. So thank you. And all true, all true. Yes, yeah. We were preparing for so long for this interview and both stressing quite a lot. Uh, it is uh, online, so if there are any disruptances or uh, different tones to our voices, you have to forgive us because that's, that's due to uh, an online recording. Yeah, and it's my first time ever being on a podcast or being interviewed, so I don't know how I'm going to do, but I'll do my best. Well, it's not the job interviews, you know, I have to stress too much. <laughs> Thanks God. I'm, I had enough of this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so since, since this podcast is about a journey into adulthood, um, I would first like to ask you, do you consider yourself an adult person? What does adulthood mean to you? Yeah, I, I, I understand this question a lot because I think this is the case for all of the adults or all of the millennials. Um, what is an adulthood? Because it's so different comparing to our parents' adulthood where they had a very clear path of life, of how to do things. There was kind of, very often they didn't have any choice. Um, and because of that, you know, it was rather clear what, what an adult is, who is it. We don't have it. We have too many choices. And so at the end of the day, I think it's what it's our own definition of, well, how should I put it? Each of us have different definition of an adulthood. That's my point. And I don't know what I even consider being an adult because very often I think I fit in many frames of being an adult, such as having my own apartment and having a loan for the next 30 years. <laughs> That's very typical. Um, but at the same time, I, I don't have, you know, I traveled so much. I'm still looking for my place. Um, and in that way, I wouldn't say that I am an adult um, because I don't have everything set for myself, basically. I'm still looking and I'm still learning. Yeah. And how, how do you think... Um traveling around helps shaping our adulthood or influences that because I, I also like what you said that it was very different in case of our parents yeah exactly. also especially we're both from Poland for all of you that don't know yeah. that's um, important mention I think a detail, a detail, yes. because we and on top of that we, we are from Poland but we lived 
we moved to Scandinavian countries that are such the opposite almost of our countries and our culture in so many ways. So Exactly, exactly. And basically at the end of the day, we, we got a lot of opportunities that our parents never, never dreamed of really having exactly. in their life when they were growing up. So that path was much easier. We all of a sudden had so many different opportunities and our parents were also excited for us about it that we had those things. Yeah. So they wanted to provide us with as many options as possible. And I think in any case, when you have a lot of options to choose, it's impossible to make a decision. I mean, a simple yeah. comparison would be a choosing movie on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, there's yeah. just too Very much stuff. Cool. There's Very too much. There, if you have so much to choose from, you don't know what to do. Yeah, and on top of that, like both me and you, we were exposed to a huge change already at the age of 18. So it kind of became like a habit for us to change things all the time because that's how we, you know, that's that's how we learned, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. Life. So it's almost like it's almost difficult for us to actually not change something after a while. Yeah, if something becomes too stable. It's very true. Very, very true. Like I noticed that I have a big tendency to really enjoy something to the fullest but but then kind of realize try to look for some flaws in it and uh, in my case it's very often that i just try I, I would travel and see some other countries and realize oh my gosh they are so much cooler than the country i'm right now so let's just move there but of course this is very vain and plain and there's so much to it that yeah yeah, it's it's not only the country. Yeah. But but how how do you, how do you think coming back to my question because we yeah, yeah. moved moved away a bit from it. Of um, that's a that's a slight <laughs> tendency of ours. Uh, so you have to forgive us in this interview quite a bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, what what is uh, uh, do you think relation yeah. between adulthood and and the journey in traveling and like helping to shape? Because um, yeah. the easier way of asking is. Um, Finding our own identity is something probably quite well related to yeah. finding your adulthood and, and to, in journey to your adulthood is a journey also of finding your identity and who you are. And it's a very common concept to find your identity through traveling. Um, can, can, you, can, you, uh, can you talk to me a bit about that relation? Because you feel like the best person to ask about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've traveled a lot by myself um, and every time I traveled it was kind of like a lesson for myself that's when I learned a lot about myself and how what I actually enjoy how much how I interact with strangers for example and uh, because it's very often that I'm all by myself but then I am exposed to different kinds of people and uh, I I you know let me think about it I need to shape kind of my answer to it but basically my point was that I really learned to be very independent um, not only during travel but just in life in general mm -hmm. um, and I think being independent also uh, lead led to me being uh, open for challenges and not fear challenges but face them face them rather than fear them and I, yeah i mean i shaped my identity i think a lot through traveling because that's when i learned the most what i like and what i don't like yeah. basically i don't know if this is the right 
answer to that question because it's kind of complex. I don't think, I don't think there's ever really a wrong or bad, like a right or wrong answer yeah. you know, to, to those kind of questions. But yeah. when did it all start for you? Uh, because as long as I knew, know you, you always traveled. You always wanted to travel and you always spent all of your money that you had on yeah. traveling. I mean, I remember those times where you would... Yes. Um, pasta or rice <laughs> <laughs> I mean I know exactly I remember exactly how it started I remember that when I was still in high school there were started to be these websites with uh, with the offers for cheap flights so the Ryanair and Weezer got extremely popular all of a sudden all over Europe they started to you know uh, be um, be present in any country in Europe and that's when I saw oh my god it's it's very affordable to travel but you know back when I lived with my parents I still didn't earn money I didn't have it so so I was so looking forward to move out and and start making my own money even as a student in Denmark to just you know to be able to spend it on what I want finally and what I wanted is to travel and I remember my very first travel to France, to Nice. I'm pretty sure you remember it. I remember that. All of a sudden, <laughs> you're telling everyone, it's like, oh yeah, in two weeks, I'm going to Nice, by the way. I think it was even shorter. I feel like it's been like a matter of few days because I found yeah, some... Really, that was so, so all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's, I just really wanted, like it was much more important than anything else for me. I, I think I was just really curious about the world, simply. I just yeah. really wanted to see different things i am kind of addicted to experiencing new stuff all the time i kind of expose myself all the time to some new new situation yeah. and i think traveling is part of it as well and um yeah i am a bit of a, a new kind of a yeah challenge freak i don't know but right word. well that is so, so, some kind of positive freak for sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but um, yeah you said like all, many people have different ways of spending money and for me definitely it was it was traveling and i was traveling also very very cheap or very much on a budget which allowed me to travel much more than than many maybe other people. yeah Let's let's talk for a while this about your budget for traveling, especially at the beginning, because there's that's that's also something that yeah. um, I think was uh, for me from the beginning quite quite spectacular. You were not afraid from the very beginning to to just travel alone, to travel solo um, on the couch surfing exactly. <laughs> as well. You know, so even now I'm thinking that yeah it was crazy like i can totally see that back then i i wouldn't consider you really did not care yeah exactly it's yeah 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 it's not at all a bravery or being courageous in my case i think i just don't care i i, I mean i just go whatever i feel like going for you know and so yeah i was doing a lot of couch surfing so couch surfing is basically the website where you uh, where you can meet some hosts in different countries and you can contact them and they let you stay on their couch and uh, kind of as a payback uh, you let them in when they would visit your city so they stay at your place you stay at their place and it's all free of charge and it is a really cool way to of course meet the local people and because of that they can show you a lot of local stuff you know that tourists wouldn't know and so on have you ever and been afraid 
No. That, I remember <laughs> I remember I was always really afraid for you because I mean yeah. you you never know. You don't know those people, you never know who you will end up meeting. It's very true. You know, maybe I, I remember maybe like a little bit of a fear like a second before I am about to meet the host. Um, also because I was most of the time choosing guys, which is even crazier. Yeah, but that's a whole different level of crazy. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, and maybe I had this like a little bit of fear in myself. But the thing is, I, I don't pay attention to my fears. You know, I just go, go, go. Like I, it was planned, so there was. And no tell way. tell us tell us all how old were you when you when when you started? We were what we were nineteen years old. Yeah, I think I was still eighteen or even nineteen. I mean, I remember I went to Canada for like three weeks when I was nineteen, <laughs> and and that was again car surfing with like completely stranger people, and I stayed at their place for like two weeks or something. Yeah, yeah, that's so, that's that's crazy. I mean, now I when know. I think about it. I have a niece that is going to turn 18 this year and <laughs> a thought of her yeah. going, traveling somewhere yeah. alone and staying with strangers, I, I think I would die on a heart attack just thinking about it if she would decide to do that. Yeah, no, you're right. You're and right. It's, it's, that's, and that's also the reason I didn't tell my parents at all about it. <laughs> <laughs> when did they find out? I did they ever find out? No, <laughs> I don't think they ever. Let's let's hope they would not listen to this podcast. No, I mean I don't think I think I what I would say to them is that I um, I just stayed at friends' place or friends of friends, or friends of friends, kind of, um, which was not true. But I think yeah, because I know they would never let me do that. I mean I was a kid, and and of course. I was very naive for sure and that's something that's the that's something that sticks with me until this day that I am quite naive but I also it's because I want to trust people and you know in the terms of car surfing it's it can go it can go both ways like everyone thinks okay what if what if this guy on car surfing is a freak but I mean I can be a freak too I can you know he's he's hosting me he's accepting me to his house that's so it's true. kind of mutual trust I that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I did it for like three years and, and then I started doing hostels. But that's, yeah, that's later. Yeah. And um, now when, when, when you also were, were talking about it, at one point you mentioned that you never really paid attention to your fears. But is it like you were aware that you actually were, have been scared sometimes and then just decided to ignore them? You know, because that's a lot of change that actually always happened in your life. And then have you been uh, ever like just really anxious in some points about some change that you were supposed to be moving to a whole new country again and start everything over again? And for most people, that kind of big changes are terrifying in their life. Mm, yes. Um, I mean, I remember only two situations really where I was quite anxious about moving um, it was when I was, okay, no, the truth is, of course, change is always a bit scary. And because change means that you're leaving something and you're getting something new and, and not always, you know, what you're getting, what the new thing is, you know? Yeah. So of course it's kind of unknown always. And, um, I remember that 
because I moved to different countries for different reasons. So I would be always fear. I, my fear would be depending on different things, depending where I'm moving. And for example, when I was moving to Paris after I graduated, you know, our school in Denmark, um, my first fear would be what if I don't get a job there? Because I was moving without anything. I didn't even speak the language. And uh, that was my only fear, you know? But then again, I knew that if I work hard enough, of course I'll, I'll find something because I was in a big city. There is a need for people at any yeah. job. Um, so so that, was, that was my fear, but I never, I mean, it came very late to me, like almost right before I was about to move and I just ignored it. And I mean, I don't know if it's a good thing, but ignoring my fears let me face the challenges. So, so yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. That's uh, I guess that's 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 pretty much about it. But I remember in one point, um, I think I still, I still, I mean, I know I still have this notebook somewhere. Um, yeah. We we uh, we had this conversation uh, quite often, even when we were young, about uh, being not afraid to do something and being brave, yeah. or just not caring like not giving yeah not giving a shit basically about uh, about what's happening and there was even one very particular quote that you I said <laughs> that i wrote down um, and something that you said was basically um people all the time tell me that i am so brave but i just don't give a fuck <laughs> And I remember you wrote it in your notebook. Like and I still school. have it. Well, yeah. Where you're writing all other quotes as well. Yes. <laughs> but yes, I, I, and I still, I can relate to that quote in a way that you probably heard that as well many times that when you say your, like your life story to someone, people would say, oh my God, you're so brave that you had, like, you were courageous enough to move when you were like a teenager, 20 yeah. But you know the funny thing is this this move, the, our very first move to Denmark was the least challenging or least scary, I think. Like, yeah, yeah, that's that's so, true. Yeah, I don't know if it's again like our age and just not knowing life that much and being naive in a way. You it's know, like, oh, I like, it all work out itself. Yeah, it really, exactly. Like you, you, you. We just really knew what we going for or what we want out of yeah. you know that change that move so yeah coming back to the question like i don't think it's brave it's just not i don't want to say i don't care because i don't care about what i i don't like i i don't know if that's still a thing for me but yeah i mean just is, is it is it then really actually so different like when i think deeper about it i guess you know not it's 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 the same thing said in a different ways because bravery a very popular definition of bravery is just doing something despite of your fears right true That's so true. when we decide not to care about okay we're scared we don't know what will happen we're just going to do it and it will figure itself out um yeah. it's it's quite the same thing but i guess that attitude is really helpful and just decided just let's yeah. do it. That's it. Yeah. Screw it. <laughs> because, yeah, totally. Because also fear can uh, mess up your plans. I mean, you can plan so much. Yeah. And then once you let the fear get to you, um, 
yeah, you can change or cancel any of the plans in your future. And, and I don't like that. I like sticking to my plan. You know, of course, things change on the way and it's not always how we want it to be. But, but yeah, I just don't let the fear get to me, kind of. And yeah, yeah it's staying positive. Yeah. No matter what. Like but at the same time, you know, I think now kind of after all I've been through, okay, I sound like I'm a very old person. Old I am 26, by the way, that's important to mention. So no, but um, yeah, exactly. No, but you know, it's kind of important. I, I don't think ignoring fears is that, um, that I, I don't think it's worth it until you actually um, acknowledge the fears and you understand what you fear of because it's good to know that you fear of uh, for example loneliness and once you know that fear you can kind of face it the right way so you shouldn't fully ignore it always because fear can teach you a lot about yourself as that's well. true that's very so true. you kind of like you should use these fears to shape yourself further on yeah so yeah that's the yeah, definitely definitely um yeah we i mean we, we pretty much covered uh, <laughs> most of the topics uh, I, I i wanted to to mention in our podcast but it is really interesting um you know talking about fear and and yeah. change and expectations kind of to ourselves and acknowledging some stuff yeah um, that's what is about it? you actually i wanted to ask you when you were about to move to sweden because first you were supposed to be there for a few months only or a year i guess for an internship yeah. and then stay longer did you put any pressure on yourself in the way that okay i'm moving now to stockholm and i should stay there for a long time or you kind of no, didn't you would just no i i mean um it's funny because i have this weird duality to me that on one hand i am I am a control freak and I like to have everything planned out and have a million backup options just to know yeah. if something doesn't work out, then I'll do this and that. And if that thing will not work out, then I have a plan C, D, E, and whole lot of that. Um, but then on the other hand, I don't like to plan too much ahead because yeah. as you said, like you never know what really could happen and, and uh, what's the point. So when I, when I moved here, I knew that I want to be here for one year for uh, internship and then original plan was to go back to school to finish my school and then be thinking about job That's true. That's but true. in a process there came opportunity for finishing school while staying in a company and then just continuing to be here because of the of the job opportunity and it, nowadays in the market it's so hard with uh, when you finish school to to get yeah. a job and it's so stressful process that i just did not want to miss on that yeah but i am very much uh, we're very much similar in that way that um yeah. we don't try we don't let ourselves ponder too much on everything that could go wrong and let us let this stop us uh, because I mean, if you think too much about it, everything can go wrong. But if you make a decision, the only thing you can do is stick with it and just see what happens. So that, that's something I'm trying to be very much aware of, that even if there's something that I'm very stressed about or, or scared, like now everything that's happening with coronavirus, 
yeah. outside. It's, it's, it's terrifying, but it's something that there's a limited amount of things that each of us can do. And yeah. as long as you make sure to do that and, you know, stay safe, if you can stay home, if you don't, if you can't, make sure to, you know, do all of the possible things that you can to keep yourselves and others safe. But that's pretty much it. And I mean, more than that, we have to just stick and wait. And there is no point of panicking too much about it because uh, fear, whatever we decide to do or or it's about to happen, fear is never going to change anything. And I guess that's the pretty much the 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 common thought that we always have. Yes. That's true. Uh, when we make a decision. Um, so from all the different places uh, that you travel, do you have your favorite one that you feel that you brought oh. out? And, and why? Was it because of the people? Was it because you maybe learned some the most uh, from that place? Um, yeah. I really like this question because I think until some point I wouldn't be able to answer it because, of course, you, you, are, you cannot compare one country to another, obviously. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I think my favorite, most favorite ever country would be France because, well, I lived in Paris, so I had already back then an opportunity to, you know, learn about the culture and uh, travel around the country a lot and, um, of course, learn the language. And that's also probably one of the reasons I like being in that country as well. Um, I think France has, of course, awesome cuisine and art and music, but also it has all all kinds of nature that it has, well, it has beautiful cities and it has a warm climate down in the south. It has Alps, so you can go skiing. It has an ocean. Um, it's It's close to many other different European countries, of course, so... I don't know. And it's well communicated, the whole country, you know. I mean, not taking into consideration the strikes that have been going on for like forever in France in uh, public transportation. But other than that, it is well communicated. And um, yeah, I love going back there. Like I, I, I never get tired of that country because I think there's so, so, so much to explore. There. But then talk me through the decision because right now you you're back in Poland you're um, re uh, restructuring regathering your forces and planning uh, what to do next. But yeah. um, so are you going back to France then? No. What to, do you want to move back there? No, uh, no, 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 no. I wouldn't like to live there anymore. No, no, no. I think it was a really, really cool um, experience, and I still consider it one of the coolest year years of my life for sure and uh, yeah I'm happy that I you know I I had this chance to kind of live in Paris the city that so many tourists visit but I saw it from the you know inside out yeah and and I I love the city very much uh but no I I wouldn't like to move there and if you ask me about my decisions right now I think I don't want to take any, I mean, right now, I don't even have much choice anyway because of the current world situation. Um, But I mean, who knows? I might come back to Denmark because that's where I feel like home the most. Um, I don't know if you have the same, but yeah. Yeah, 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 I kind of do. I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, it's the people that make that place feeling like home, you know? it, It is, it is pretty much that. Yeah, exactly. And I think, again, like you were saying that 
okay, we might not talk for long, but because we've been through so much different situations together and we kind of grew up together, it doesn't matter anymore if we don't talk for two months. Yeah, yeah that's, 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 that's pretty much the thing where you, when you get to a point where you develop and that's, that's something that's a great blessing and I'm really grateful to have so many people like that, yeah. like you in my life, um, that you can develop this kind of relation with someone that um, you, you pretty much begin to have a very tight group of people that are your friends, but pretty much you consider them family. Yeah, it's a family we choose. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly. And, uh, and it's amazing. I, w I heard uh, in one of the interviews I listened uh, some time ago, I heard this, um, I think he was uh, some guy that was a psychologist or sociologist saying that there was a research done um, where people were asked of, um, if there would be how many close friends they have in their life that if something really important would happen, they know yeah. that they could call them in the middle of the night and those people would answer. And that was of course done in, in States. And in that case, it was said that actually a lot of people did not even have a one person like that. So I feel, I feel really grateful that it feels like no matter where you go, you always end up yeah. uh, having someone like that. Um, and um, I agree. then there's, a, you know, and then expanding that, uh, another question that, that came to my mind, and that's also something you have so much experience with. How do you deal with your friendships? with all of the travel, as, as, you, as I say, like you can lose um, touch with some people for a really long time. And in some cases, like with us, as you said, we went through a lot. So it feels like we can just reconnect and everything goes back. But sometimes yeah. you go to a new country and you meet someone really, really great and you want to stay in touch, but that somehow dissolves uh, at one point when you yeah. go away. Good question. I mean... For sure, from my own experience, I already know that people that are the closest to me are the people that I went through a lot with. Mm. Uh, a lot of new situations or, yeah, basically, yeah, that's, that's it. And that, or that we shared that new experience with each other and so on, yeah. because I think that's how you build relationship, not because you can speak about politics with someone, but because you can actually share your experiences your experience with each other you know and how you feel in different situations and so on so and that showed me over the years like who i am able to keep in touch for all that time it is the people that you know know my story as well know my whole story and um yeah i think i'm i'm i consider myself a good friend when it comes to like long distance friendships um because i'm always in touch and i think it is quite important to to keep on sharing things that you're going through with your friends even though you're somewhere else yeah because um that's how they know how you're doing of course as well and and vice versa i don't know if that answers your question yeah well that's, that's it wasn't even a very uh, specified question so i think you dealt amazing with answering it considering i failed to formulate it <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but i don't no, know I'm, i mean yeah 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 
that's uh, that, that's also something I've been thinking a lot about, especially um, so uh, the very first episode that I, I released of this podcast was about um, a bit about the the friendships and the distance and how many things we can actually uh, learn from it because that forces I, I don't know tell me if you relate but it feels like for me it helped me become um, better uh, aware with people that I surround myself with because you have to make a conscious effort in staying in touch with someone. Uh, you're way more aware of that. And through a process, I feel like I got better with every place that I moved to and I could really evaluate each friendship based on how much untouched I stay with a person after I move to another place because sometimes you can feel like you have this person that you met and they're becoming the best person in the world for you yeah. but then it doesn't work out when you move away and that also tells a lot about the the relation I guess that sometimes we're just used to hanging out with some people but we don't it's it may be cruel but we feel like we don't really miss them so much in our lives when uh, when they're gone we just restructure and we we find replacements it's bad but that's kind of what happens if you move you have to get used to that and have you ever really you know got um like accepted the thought that when we travel we keep on replacing people good very good question and you know what i think to be honest i think right now i i would do that i definitely used to re just replace my friends kind of from one person. it's horrible but but not anymore honestly if i have no. to think about the people that are my closest friends they are irreplaceable so yeah. i don't think it's the case for me anymore but i totally agree i mean i used to be completely detached from people so yeah. i would you know, it's awesome that I have friends around, but if I move to another country, I'll make friends anyway. So it doesn't matter. But yeah. I don't have that attitude anymore, honestly. I think I finally kind of learned to appreciate what, you know, how how important art is to have the right people around yeah. you, no matter where you are. And it's very often that they are not in the same place where you are, basically. Yeah. So... No, I think I learned it over the years and I, I wouldn't be able to replace people. No, I mean, I, I definitely, that's, I mean, there are, there are like different levels of friendship in our life. Yeah. It's like a pyramid. And you have those people, as you say, that they're completely irreplaceable. And yeah. that's why you stay in touch with those people, regardless of where you yeah. are, where you travel, what happens in your life. And even if you don't talk for a while, um, yeah. you keep coming back to each other. But there are also like people, they say that loneliness uh, is as bad. Feeling loneliness can be as damaging to your body as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. My gosh. Um, yeah, that's, I, I, I was like, oh, shit, when I heard that. So basically, yeah. we all feel the need to, like, in each place where we are, to have someone really close to us that there could be our, like, a support system when we need someone on the spot and in order to have that you cannot have the same person for it if you travel a lot um yeah that is true but i think that's exactly why i kind of came to this conclusion that yeah like we said i 
I lived in many countries, but I think Denmark would be still the closest because that's where I have all my that's the you know, family friends exactly. And and uh, you know, also like as you age, you realize you don't you you know you. I think the the more you age, the less pressure you put on yourself in general, or the less of a social pressure you feel on yourself. And that being said, you don't push yourself to make these friends even though you don't feel like doing it exactly know? that's true that's true that's very also much true because it's it's you know it's kind of like it's funny because on one hand we are growing and we're meeting so many different people so of course there is less and less things that would surprise us about people or that we, we're just very flexible with speaking with people different kinds right but at the yeah. same time we learn about each other a lot and we know more and more our expectations towards the people and what we expect in a relationship with another person and yeah. it's not always the same from the other's person perspective you know so That's it's true. not always much even though someone yeah. is awesome but if you have different expectations then it just doesn't work so, yeah it has to be mutual yeah exactly basically. like like any relation has to be mutual yeah yeah that's true well um yeah this was really amazing uh, i think we'll wrap up with that because uh, uh time is pressuring yeah that's true but and you have to edit that all of it so good luck cut cut cut, cut out the half of it <laughs> exactly <laughs> no but uh it it was really amazing um and i really love I guess what I want to thank you most you for, and then in general, everyone that is, if, if anyone wants to base, by the way, have a conversation with me on the record online for the podcast, just let me know. Um, I think this is really amazing way of having some deeper conversations and yeah. wondering about some stuff that does not consider only oh, you know, like, uh, I've met this guy, or at my work, there's this and this happening, or, oh my God, my parents did this and that. You actually start having some more meaningful conversations, and but that's also maybe something that changes with age, that we have this need for depth in our life. <laughs> that's a very, very good point. And yeah. yeah, I think also because the problems are becoming more and more serious because we take more and more responsibility for things in our life. So, so, you know, the problems that we used to have five years ago are, are nothing comparing to what we have now. And yeah, it always feels like that. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, what the hell were we doing when we were students in Denmark? <laughs> yeah, now, that's why... <laughs> you know, these kind of problems we had back then are ridiculous. Exactly. And, but it, I feel like it, it, in every age you are, you feel like, oh my God. I was so stupid. Like I, I wish I would yeah. have those problems oh, like then again. So irresponsible as well. Let's yeah. let's 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 not have a conversation <laughs> about that. I yeah. don't want any of this stuff to be on the record. <laughs> I don't want my kids to know some stuff. Yeah, good point. Yes. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Thank you very much uh, for being here with me. Uh, it was really amazing. And uh, thank you all for listening. This was um, Barbara from Stockholm and uh, Teddy Mena speaking to you from Poland. Yes. Uh, thank you very much for today. And uh, I'll talk to you next on next episode of uh, Barbs in the World, the Curious Case of Adulthood. Bye. Bye.